What up, Buzz? You tapped in? Okay, Goose, you tapped in too? All right, Chicago, y'all tapped in? All right, boys, let's crack them. Feel like Mike in the fourth with the ball in my hands and I'm taking a shot. I'm the king in the madhouse on Madison, whether I make it or not. Now the crowd going crazy, they watching the play and I'm watching the clock. Got my shot in the air and the buzzer go off and I'm watching it drop. This team did things, MJ shot city six rings. D-Rose too big, too fast, too strong history. And we good on that, put Jilla on the track and we good on whack. Three, two, one, everybody say bulls on tap, bulls on tap. Our city pretty and gritty. Benny the bull in the crowd getting hyper and litty. Me, I'm so drippy and slippery, nothing offends me. Banners on banners, we winners. We got the stats in the news. Go and subscribe, hang out with Buzzy and Goose. Tapping with us, we the truth. Jilla just murdered the booth. Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to Bulls on Tap. I am your boy Buzz. I'm joined by my dude Goose, aka Bulls Scripted, and we're here to recap a weird, what a weird game on Joakim Noah Knights. Uh, Bulls lost first loss of the season to the New York Knicks, 104 to 103. But before we recap it, be sure to go on tapsportsnet.com for Chicago sports literature and podcasting needs. Following us on Twitter at Bulls on Tap at on Tap Sportsnet. Following Goose with Bulls Scripted me. At Buzz on Tap, anywhere you can listen to podcasts, you can listen to us. Five star rating and review. Goose, damn it, man, damn it! I wanted that one. I fucking wanted. It. I hate New York. I fucking hate New York. And I was talking all that shit earlier, and I got people tweeting at me now. How are you feeling? <laughs> Not so good. You know, we start off the game hitting two threes, and you think shit's gonna go good. And uh, it really didn't go good. It was a really sloppy game. We shouldn't have had that chance at the end. And then uh, that, that shot at the end. Um, and I don't know if you kind of caught the banter between Billy and Zach on the way out to the floor. But you kind of got the feeling Zach wasn't getting a shot. And uh, I'm not too happy that Zach didn't get the shot there. I felt like Zach, I didn't like Zach inbounding the ball. No, that usually works out. That's I know. No, 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 no. Because no. that's exactly what you're saying. It usually works out. That's what they're fucking looking for, man. Like, come on. Have the best passer on the team and Lonzo Ball inbound the fucking ball and get the ball to Zach to let him take the shot. So, I mean, but we'll get into that real quick. As you said, this started off sloppy as shit. The Bulls hit two three-pointers to start the game. And it, it was just, I mean, dude, I we could sit and say sloppy, I guess, all we want. I mean, they had 13 turnovers, or I'm sorry, the Bulls had seven fucking turnovers. No, they've, they've won the turnover battle yeah, and they, almost and they, every night. It's the rebounding battle that we're getting killed on, and it's yeah, the offensive boards that bit us in the ass. 49 to 37. And how many offensive boards did the Knicks have? Uh, the Knicks had 11 offensive boards, the Bulls five. Yeah. So... You know, I mean, it just comes down to it again, like we were talking about uh, the other day when we when we got that win uh, from Toronto or whatever. They they they're not going to keep winning games if they keep getting out rebounded. I I understand we just lost by one, and there was like this miraculous comeback that happened. I'm pretty sure it was Joakim Noah putting the juju out there for them to try to win the game on Joakim Noah night. But I mean, they dude, they got to figure something out here. You know, um. I don't know if that's, you know. Well, they got to figure something out with this half court offense too. 
because it is a little stagnant. It's pretty ugly. You heard Stacy all night. We need some cutters. We need some movement. We yeah. need guys cutting to the basket. Um, DeMar is supposed to be our drive and kick guy. And to this point, uh, he's he's done a lot more shooting than facilitating. So we'll see if that changes. Uh, well, but right now, there's, there's a lot of the uh, my turn, your turn thing going on. I don't get why we keep having, you know, all of our offensive sets start in screens too. Like every time the big man's coming up and setting a screen, like, dude, just, I don't understand why they keep doing that over and over again. Like let these guys kind of create their own shots too. And, and that's where I'm, I'm having a little bit of a battle. I mean, Hey, they've lost one game, but the, it, it's going to get tough. You know, the schedule is going to get more tough. Um, you know, no, and then we, we have to go four and with the schedule we got. Right. And, and we, we got yump here, you know, P- Patrick Williams getting hurt, dude, on a flagrant foul. And we're only getting smaller then. Right. Um, and I love Javante and his energy, but he's not going to fix our rebounding issues. Um, no. And I don't know that Pat will either at the four. But... Oh, he won't. And that's been kind of proven through the first three. I mean, he he's not. Today was the first time we really saw Pat get aggressive with a little bit of confidence to him. And that's after he started off absolutely terribly. He started off the game terribly on the defensive end and on the offensive end. Then he kind of got a little bit aggressive, you know, hits a nice little uh, spin, little fucking hook. Then he hits a nice mid-range jumper. He was starting to get into it a little bit, almost got a body. And then that was where he got the flagrant foul and, you know, knocked his ass down. Um, And he was already battling an injury. So Right. I mean, I don't know where they look here. I mean, you have a guy like Marco Simonovic that's down there that brings size, but he's in the G League. He's a rookie. I don't think that's the answer. You have Tony Bradley on your bench, and he came in. He gave you some decent he minutes gave here some tonight. Decent minutes, and, yeah. and like Stacy and Adam pointed out throughout the broadcast, he is getting his legs back. He didn't have a preseason. He's a big guy, um, so obviously it takes a little bit more for them to get in the flow of things. So hopefully, uh, we can get that added size here. Uh, it's nice to play small, but when you go against a team like the Knicks that's playing Randall and somebody like Mitchell Robinson at the same time, we just don't have the bodies to compete with that. No, and and that's a problem uh, moving forward. I mean, I know that this is mostly a guard league now, but you still need bigs. You still need to rebound the ball. And we can have a fun fucking discussion on who the Bulls should target and trading-wise. I don't think that's happening anytime soon unless Pat's fucked. And out even if Pat's screwed, what are you who are you trading? Kobe's not healthy yet. Right. So and that's another problem him. that we need to talk about too, is uh through the first couple games. The bench scoring. It's Caruso. And that's really it. That's really it. I mean, Javante came in today. He had what, five? Yeah, he had five. So Caruso and Javante had five. Tony Bradley had two. Um Troy Brown Jr. had five, and Alizé Johnson in his three minutes where he kind of looked lost himself. Had yeah, that shot he put up. Oh, that was oh. bad, bro. That was fucking <laughs> – y- that was some YMCA shit, bro. I was uh, – <laughs> And I wanted to get hyped for, like, his his after-play dunk where, where he was showing a lot of hustle on that play, and then, you know, you got the ball and he, he slammed that shit, but it was, it was a little cringe. Yeah, it was not. It was not great. Um, I don't know. They got to figure something out. When Kobe comes back, that should give you the you know uh, the the pop off the bench and scoring at least because the Bulls are ranked twenty eighth in the NBA in that right now. Um, but yeah, they just they just weren't really good. You know, they 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 beat. I want to say like I hate this statement, but I feel like they beat themselves more than the Knicks beat them. Um, 
even with being out rebounded, they just missed a lot of gimme shots. Lonzo didn't have like Lonzo did not look good. Um, defensively, of course, active offensively, not so hot for Lonzo. I mean, he, you know, he had four assists, you know, six boards and stuff, but he, he missed a couple of gimme shots. Um, Vooch started, I, I want to see Vooch get a little bit more, man, because sometimes I feel like the guy's just hitting me. He goes 22, eight and six tonight, you know, efficient no, as hell. Tonight, too. tonight was a night that they should have found Vooch more, which is weird because given the matchup, I guess seeing Randall, that's a positive matchup for Vooch. Uh, in Robinson, he's probably got too many moves for him down there in the post, too. So they probably should have fed Vooch more tonight. Uh, yeah. And because he struggled the first four games where they won, and tonight he had it, and they didn't go to him enough. We had DeMar and Zach both kind of forcing it. Zach was really ticked towards the end of the game. I'm um, glad you brought that up. It's a good segue into, listen, I, I like Zach, and I know you like Zach, too. That shit, I was getting irritated watching him get pissed off. And not at the refs. I was getting irritated at him. I'm like, you're not getting the fucking calls, man. I'm like, stop trying to force it. Go. When he ran in there for that forced jump ball and he just initiated all that contact in the fourth, I, I swear to God, I screamed at my TV, put him on the fucking bench. I'm like, that you're, you're going to lose the – stupid decisions like that is what lose the game. Now he redeemed himself by not pulling up for a three and taking that easy shot at the rim. That's why Billy went with DeMar for the I, I, it, it, it very fucking well could be goose. It very well could be. And again, that's just the all immaturity. Do you think that this, this is showing this early that having people of the caliber to get the last shot and Zach, not getting it is going to be a problem if, no. if they're not winning. I don't want to say I don't want to say that right off the bat. I want to say that I felt like the game was physical, and I felt like Zach. Took... Do you feel the officiating was a little skewed there? I felt it was inconsistent, and what I mean by inconsistent is, is like some fouls on one end, and this goes for both teams. They both shot, I mean, similar free throws. Both had more free throws actually, but I felt like it was a little bit more, like. The Bulls would get in there, right, in the paint and just, I mean, fucking ping-ponged and shit or whatever, and there'd be nothing. It would happen on the other end, there'd be something. But then there'd be, like, a little ticky-tack foul, and then the Bulls would get the foul and get to the line. And I was just kind of like, huh. Like, I didn't understand, like, how it was kind of working. It, it just didn't seem – it's kind of like watching an umpire in baseball, right, in his fucking strike zone. It's, like, all over the place. Like, you know, and then you have, like, the ump scorecards that comes out. And it's like, oh, yeah, he was kind of outside the zone here and there a little bit, missed some calls here and there. It's like, yeah, I kind of felt like that, but I'm not willing to blame the refs. I'm blaming Zach for getting so pissed off and putting himself in stupid situations. And not, I'm not blaming him for the loss. I'm just saying that I just didn't understand why he let his frustration take over. Because that's not something we, we see Zach get pissed off sometimes, but today he kind of like kept throwing himself into the fire. Do you think it has anything to do with Randall getting an excessive amount of calls? Because uh, there, there was undeniably a good amount of contact on a lot of these calls that Randall got. But at the same time, the Randall new rule this year is any awkward initiated contact by an offensive player is supposed to be an offensive foul. We had a lot of times tonight where we we're throwing a double at Randall and that double comes and he just starts flailing. And I mean, like, that's fair. Yeah, and like I, I get it. He's a post player, so he gets a little more leeway. But at the same time, he's being defended and doubled by two guards. Lonzo was Randall's primary defender most of the night. Um, right. Yeah. So, like, where where does Lonzo not get a little bit of leeway for being a great defender 
defending up. Um, it's just, it's a little, I don't know. I, I guess I, I could see Zach's frustrations, but I completely agree with you in the sense that Zach cannot let those emotions control the game more. And, you know, after every timeout or a stop and play, you can go see the stats. Um, you know, they're either up on the big ass fucking United center board that they got, or you can walk over to the scorers table. Randall took 10 free throws. Zach took nine. Um, you know, and whether those two at the end, I was so excited. Right. And, and whether, you know, Zach was upset that Randall was getting calls and he wasn't, is just, like you said, it's kind of, rel- you need to fucking play through it and you just need to be cool. You know, like, listen, man. Yeah. Sometimes it just doesn't work the way you want it to. Like, you're not going to get these calls and I, and, and Zach needs to realize right now you're not James Harden and he's not getting it this year either. <laughs> so <laughs> it's like the first time in his career or like, what was it since 2011 that he hasn't take like fucking five free throws or some shit in a game. I didn't know that was a set. I've, I was seeing the replays of Harden pulling his typical bullshit and not getting the calls, but I didn't know that he went like for the first time since 2011 without five free throws in the game. That's, that's interesting. Yeah. It was just super fucking odd. You know, like it was just, I, the NBA changed some rules around and I feel like I was watching a couple games down here in the cave tonight. And I mean, I feel like they're, they're letting these guys play a little bit, getting a little bit physical. I, I mean, I can't speak across the whole league, just like the games that I do watch while I'm down here. And, I don't know. Like I said, Zach needs to get his shit straight. You, you can't freak out like that. Um, now let's talk about the comeback here. Cause this felt like a game that you, we were going to lose by like 10 points. It just, every time they got within striking distance, they got fucked. And um, I, I just, I feel like the rebounding has a lot to do with that. Like you kind of, mentioned before no, every time we'd get a stop like we, we'd be with yeah. the striking distance and you would legitimately get the stop but then you wouldn't get the board right and then you're back to square one uh, and then you're just trading buckets and we, we did get the comeback going um down the stretch there obviously vooch missed the crucial free throw that would have had us tied we would have been going to overtime um that was a pretty bad miss yeah it was bad but, you know, that's just being nitpicky. This game was not lost in the fourth. This game was made up. A lot of our mistakes were covered up. The score was covered up in the discrepancy in the fourth by what they were able to do uh, in those last two minutes to make a comeback. Um, it's It just hurts. But for the first time in four years, I, I felt like we were playing meaningful basketball. I was invested. I was worried. I was scared. There was something oh, on the right. line. It was worth right. it. There, there was emotions invested, and it wasn't just so much a, yeah, we lose, we're, we're in the lottery, it's okay. This this shit meant something, and, and that felt good. Even though it was sloppy and hard to watch at times, yeah, just having that feeling back of this shit actually matters now right, it is, is a great feeling. One more thing before we get into the last play again. Um, were you surprised at all after watching Pat, you know, or not watching Pat, but hearing Pat wasn't coming back in the game that you didn't get DJJ? Were you surprised by that at all? I am a little curious about Be- that. I Obviously, mean, because like the length, you know? Because like the Condor. Yes. Um. <laughs> condor, man. <laughs> condor, man. No, I'm obviously we're doing our own post game here, so we're not listening to Billy's press conference, but I would be very interested to hear somebody ask that question on why we haven't seen him in a rotation at all. And I'm, I'm grateful that we've seen IO and even tonight though, he didn't score. I felt that he brought good energy off the bench. 
he was part of that crew that kind of sparked the run initially. Um, but why are we not seeing this super athletic guy, especially with Pat going down? And it's weird because, like, you know, Derek, while not the best three-point shooter, he can hit that corner free a little bit there. So, like, you know, I'm just kind of – even if he wasn't running into the paint and being, like, you know, super dunk contest DJJ or whatever, you know, but the guy could run the floor. He's a decent defender. He's long as hell, athletic well, as size. hell. Our, our issue right now is boards. He's yeah, athletic he, enough to play the three, you right. know. So he's, he's not a great rebounder, but I mean, he's long enough to, I mean, bat balls away. Kind of like he's, you know, like how when Javante, like it's like Javante's climbing a ladder to do that every once in a while. But Javante, the, the play didn't result positive for the Bulls. That block by Javante towards oh, the end sweet. of the game. Yeah. Um, I, Is it bad to say that? Obviously, I don't want Pat out. I want Pat available, but I'm kind of a little excited to see Javante's Get the starting knot again. I, I his energy is infectious. I mean, a couple of years from now, we might joke about him like Keith Bogans, but the dude brings the fucking energy. I, I yes, he brings the energy. But when I'm looking at this, I don't want Javante Green in my starting lineup because I, mean, I want. We never wanted Bogans in the starting lineup either. Well, Bogans Bogans was stone fucking faced, and if there was a crazy he was, and he was stat. in the house tonight. Yeah, I know there was a crazy stat back in the day for from Bogans, and this fucking stat was gnarly as hell, dude. Like in the 2010-2011 season when Derrick Rose won the MVP, right? Anytime Keith Bogans scored like, and this went through like the first 60 fucking games of the year. Like if Bogans had scored six points or more, the Bulls were like fucking 32 in like <laughs> three or some shit. Like they just didn't lose when Bogans scored over six fucking points in a game. But but with Javante is like I like him coming off my bench. It's just I, I'm realizing that. No, well, obviously I don't want him to be our starter. I know that. But, I, but I know. You that. know what you're gonna get from. I love watching him play. I agree with you. I love watching him play. It's just it's like God. I just the fucking band aids. Can't we just be healthy? You know, what like do we, what do we do at the four? Because even when we're healthy at the four, we're seeing obviously we're five games in. Pat's coming off an injury. He's young as hell. But tonight was the first night that we started to see that aggressive nature on both ends of the floor. Yeah, and he got then, yeah, and then I like he gets that. whacked in the face on a flagrant and we don't Falls know what we're him again. Yeah, I just I don't know what the answer is at the four because even when Pat's in, he's not a tenacious rebounder. Like that's just not as it's just not what he is. So I mean at this point And Randall, like tonight would be a mismatch for him. Right. Like, Randall's just that much bigger. Right. And Randall, I mean, fucking sucked tonight, too, which was a good thing. Like, you know, the Bulls did a decent job on him, but he was fucking Magic Johnson and throwing the ball, slinging the ball around, getting assists and shit. You you, got to kind of love it that Tibbs has found a a, a secondary Noah, a a big man that has a knack for passing the ball, and he just puts all of his trust in them. They've run their whole entire offense through through Randall. It is – you have to applaud. Really I, I, I have, yeah, dude. I, I, I mean, hate I, it right now, but but I also have to applaud. It. Right. So after the Bulls are down this whole time, we get into this last play of the game, and that, and that's what we'll talk about here. The last play of the game, Zach comes in to inbound the ball. Okay, it goes to Demar. Zach comes running out. I thought the ball was going to Zach. I I thought the ball was going to Zach, and Demar takes the ball, gets the elbow. Runs up, slips a bit, hesitates, then shoots an air ball to end the game. 
Vooch brought the extra defender over there like Stacy had brought up before. I was kind of having flashbacks of Denzel doing that to Levine last year a little bit. Um, and, and we need to check the bottom of DeMar DeRozan's shoes. Like, did someone sabotage this motherfucker? Like, did they put lube on the bottom of his shoes to make him slip so much t- tonight? Like, I don't really know. I'm, I'm, seriously, man, when the ball went out of bounds, you weren't thinking the same shit and put something on his fucking shoe? Like, how come it was us falling over? DeMar fell, um, Lonzo fell once, Zach fell. Like, come on. It was on, our bro. home floor, man. I can't, I can't really. Someone sabotaged him. Fuckers from New York did it. It's, it's a conspiracy against us. No, but, I'm, I'm just going to say that DeMar can never wear whatever shoes he wore tonight again because not only did he slip before the potential game-winning basket, but his foot slipped just that little bit on that out-of-bounds play where we would have had another possession Yeah, we could have taken the lead. So, Demar, you're not allowed to wear whatever whatever shoes you had on the night. Don't do that again. Um, yeah, yeah, for sure. Uh, because I don't think anybody's ever touched us. Unfortunately, I think they, uh, they might have. They, they might have. have. I'm not. Well, I'm not willing to say. Um, you know, I'm not willing to say that they didn't sabotage us. But I, uh, I don't know, man. I again, the last play, I, I felt a little weird about. But you know, you you brought in Demar Derozan in, in Toronto. He hit a couple big shots down the stretch to help us win that game. Um, I feel like you should go with Zach 10 times out of 10 um, unless Zach makes the conscious decision to kind of dish the ball off if trapped or if it's just not a good look and he has the time to get somebody the ball with a clean look. Just, yeah, a little surprised by how that went down to end the game. And to your point earlier, was that because he was forcing it too much? What, what's the deal with that? And I, I, I mean, again, it's only one loss, you know, we'll learn moving forward. Um, I just, I didn't like that. Did not no, like I wasn't that. a fan of the last play. It looked really awkward. Um, obviously, like you said, DeMar slipped slash hesitated extra defender. You had a double team, two hands in your face. And it was just, it was not a good shot. It's that fucking um, move on his shoe. Fucking on his shoe. <laughs> I'm sorry. Okay. sorry. All we can do is joke. This, this one hurt. Um, I really wanted to win it for Joe, man. For, for, for Joe, you mean for us? <laughs> for no, I wanted them to win it for Joe Kim Noah. Is what I wanted. I wanted them I to win it for Joe Kim Noah. With all his Knicks banter, I thought you wanted it for Joe. Oh, oh, no! I see what you're saying. <laughs> no, no, I want. I wanted it for Noah. I wanted it for all Noah, right. man. You know. And did you see the way he talked about Kirk Heinrich? How he just fucking beamed. I just want to, I've been waiting to talk to you all day. I was going to text you, but I was like, no, nah, I'm going to tell him face to face. When Noah was like, I let the captain down. I'm like, yeah, you hear what he called him? The captain. Motherfucking Captain Kirk, bro. But no, I wanted Joe to get, I mean, it looked really cool. The ceremony looked great tonight for Joe. And it seemed like he was really happy. Choked up a couple times. Wish we could have got a win for him, but you know. Um, what was with not seeing so much Rose in the fourth? That kind of confused me. I felt like Derek had a really good game for them tonight. Yeah. And the fact that he steals the entire energy out of the UC anytime he does anything. Yeah, Derek only played 19 minutes. It felt like he was out there a lot more. But, I mean, if you look at it, I mean, Kemba was fucking hitting shots left and right. Kemba killed us. What was he from three? Like five or six. Five Five or six. six. Okay. See, the – 
I we did a pregame spaces and I was talking about trying to contain Evan Fournier and and Kemba a bit there. And Kemba obviously just got really hot. Not that Kemba's like the greatest shooter ever, but he just got really hot. But they really contained Fournier uh tonight. He I mean he did not play great uh, offensively. Four for 14, two for eight from downtown, 10 points, you know. Um like I said, a lot to work on, a lot to work on. Uh, you know, we have the Knicks three more times this year. And uh, if the Bulls play better, you know, I'm sure the Knicks will also play better as well. Um, you know, but if the Bulls don't beat themselves, I think that that's a win tonight. Um, and I really do think that they beat themselves. And I think the biggest worry on this team, at least for me, is rebounding. Uh, lack of size. And I don't know how that gets addressed. I don't know how that gets fixed. But... Um, you know, this 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 is one that hurts because it's Joakim Noah night, but I'm not I'm glad they came back. I'm glad they made it a fucking game because last year we would have lost by twelve. We, we did give that Noah effort in the last two minutes. Right. We almost had the miraculous comeback. Well, we get the Knicks again within the next two weeks, though, correct? Yeah. Okay. So we get our shot at redemption. Um obviously it won't be Joakim Noah night ever again, and that that'll always hurt. Um, especially because, you know, Noah robbed the Knicks and Thibs was in the house. Like This this was as symbolic as it got, and we, we choked. So it, it hurts. But just like I said earlier, having that feeling of a meaningful game back again and all these games coming up are extremely meaningful because we're playing teams that are better than us. So. Speaking, speaking of that, we're playing Utah on Saturday night, and that's at home, and it's Tony Kukoc night. So – uh, oh, Brad Mason just beat me to that, actually. Tony Kukoc night this Saturday. Um, so hopefully the Bulls can, you know, come out, uh, learn from what they did here, and they're going to have a very – it's a tough one, man. The Jazz are undefeated. The Jazz are good. Um, I, I'm very excited to see the uh, Donovan Mitchell-Zach um, Levine matchup. I'm not very excited to see Rudy Gobert. Rudy matchup. Yep, Hassan we got size they, they got, got too. Yeah, dude, they got a ton of fucking size over there, bro. It's stupid. So, so another mini nightmare for us. It's stupid. It's they, stupid. They're fucking huge. <laughs> Fuck, like you know what the fuck, coach? Like, <laughs> <laughs> just not. Marco, happy. get your ass back over here. Get the fuck up here, Marco. <laughs> or, or you need to fucking call up Sacramento and be like, yo. What's up with Bagley? No, for real, dude. I know. I I know. I it's too early to be talking trades, man. But, but is I, it? You're not playing the dude. That means it's not too early. I'm, that means I'm I saying, can call. I'm call. Saying, you're not fucking playing him. What does it take? What do I I'm curious. What does it take? Well, because this is his contract here, correct? Uh he'll Marvin, be a restricted free agent after. Yeah, he'll be a restricted free agent. Yeah. So what's it gonna take? A fucking second? I mean, I, I guess part of our issue is. We don't know what picks we're allowed to trade and which ones we can't because the NBA is going to take something from us. Well, yeah, the investigation, which is bullshit, <laughs> is still going on. And so, like, so we just what happens up? if this investigation stretches to the fucking trade deadline? So no, and that's the thing. Like at this point, you got to tell us what the fuck you're taking from us because you got handcuffs on us. If I'm AK, I'm just going to trade everything. You can't yeah. take it if I don't have it. <laughs> so th- this is Bagley's contract year. Right now, he's and they're benching him. 
And yeah, his agent wants his ass out of there. He's played, he's appeared in one game for the Kings. Okay. He's averaging two points and four boards, and he played 10 minutes. This guy, this guy in his rookie year was 14 and seven. Uh, 14 and 7, 14 and 7, all throughout his he career. Was, that, he was Chris Bosch Jr. coming out of the draft, and this guy can't even get playing time on the fucking Kings. The there's Kings. something, there's something there that we don't know about. There's no fucking way. Do you think they're holding them out? You think? Hey, what's up from the Philippines, bro? Um, I don't. Yeah, I have no idea what the fuck they're. They doing. freezing them out? They trying to get them for super cheap? Just trapped as a restricted free agent kind of thing? Is that like? This the doesn't make for- any sense because he's not developing. If he's not fucking playing, he's only fucking twenty two. Yeah, but that's the thing. If you know you got the talent, and I mean, you can get him for cheap as hell, and you know you're gonna suck anyway, why not? And I know I hate using this shit. I really do. But like, you know, you go to the the projection boards for him and what people thought he might do this year. And he's like straight up like fucking 20 and 10 across any projection board you can go look at. Like, did, obviously we don't work in the NBA. Okay. Like there's something that could be going down here that is, is not fucking great. But I, I mean, I, I'm curious on what it would take to get him because the Bulls need rebounding. They need a fucking four. I'm sorry. Like I, I mean, uh, if Pat's hurt, and and, and he's a four, he's right. a four. If, if Pat's hurt, like I don't know what the fuck to do. Maybe this is something that does benefit Pat because he goes to the second unit. But it's not. I mean, it's not going to fucking happen. But well, you know what? We have a new crazy front office, so it might happen. I I don't know. But I mean, I'm just looking at that name as somebody that's sitting there. Oh, I guess. Potential. I guess the the point you just brought up there is probably the sticky situation here yeah you you trade for Bagley in a contract year you're obligated to play him he is more of a four I know Pat isn't really a three and we've established in the offseason that he's a four by his own words um but I think Pat could definitely play four I'm just I'm, I'm looking at some I'm I don't obviously I don't think it happens four but. next to Vooch like where our, our rebounding everywhere is just it's trash. There's it's not there. It's Vooch or Nada. Yeah, it's not. And great. Any, anytime Vooch rotates on an offensive possession, it's just offensive rebound city. So it's I don't know that, but that does pose a problem. Well, what, yeah, I, what I, you I, have again, to I give just... up, and if you get him, what does that do to your rotation? Because you, you're not going to move. Does Demar go to the bench? No, the guy that no. you just paid the no. the, the all star at, at the back end of his you know prime here, no. he's not going to the bench. No, it would be obviously it'd be. Pat. It would have to be Pat. You're right. Yeah, I mean, but again, that, that this is just all hypothetical nonsense, and we're not saying that we need to blow anything up because we lost the Knicks. If you're just tuning in, that's not. We're just <laughs> we already broke down. We already broke down the game, and then we got into hypothetical. We're just saying we we need some size, and if Bagley's yeah. there for cheap, let's let's fucking do it. Yeah, I was just I just been wondering about that, dude. You just fucking sitting there. You know, I mean, not playing and 22 years old. I mean, he was what? Like the fucking second pick second, of the draft. Second, he went before Doncich. The Kings took Bagley over Doncich. Yeah, he was a second pick of the 2018 draft. So, it, yeah, it was Aiton, Bagley, Bagley Doncich, trade swap. Right. And then we had four, Jaron Jackson, and then you had Trey Young. And then I can't remember who was six. And then you had fucking Wendell Carter Jr. who just got paid. Six. Six was Bamba. Oh, Mo Bamba, baby. Mo Bamba. 
Joe, Mo Bamba. What's going on with him? Is he available? <laughs> Where, dude, him and him and fucking Wendell had played a crazy pick and pop the other night. Really? Yeah, I swear to God, go YouTube it when we get off. Okay, here. no, I know. I saw Wendell had a big game the other night. Yeah, yeah. I, I, I didn't, I, I didn't know that him and Mo were playing the floor together. That's, I didn't. Yeah, I, I just saw the clip. I was like, holy shit, because I don't really watch a lot. Who was of the picker and who was the popper? Uh, the picker was uh, was Bamba. Okay. And it was fucking sweet, dude. It was sweet. You well, no, it was it when they beat the Knicks. I think it was. Yeah. <laughs> Fuck. <laughs> I'm fucking pissed off right now. Bring up this Marvin Bagley shit. You know, God. Ah, we need to rebound the fucking ball. Rebound the ball. I don't know. Take steroids. Do something. Get up there. You know, our second best rebounder has to be Lonzo Ball right now, and that's probably not going to cut it. I love fucking... Zo, and he's a great rebounder, but if your point guard is your second best rebounder, you probably have a fucking problem. Right. It's fucking bad. Yeah, got to rebound the ball. You can't. You're not going to keep winning games. We're four and one. We're not wanting to blow anything up, but you can't. You're not going to keep winning games if you can't rebound the ball. But uh, I don't want to blow anything up. Yeah, I don't want to blow anything up yet because you know how people get. They're all like, oh, "Fucking no need, Marvin Bagley. You're going off the rails. You're going off the rails in fucking five games into the season." All right. Oh yeah, forty games in the season when we're dead last in rebounding. You tell me. <laughs> You tell hey, me. We, we entered the night first in three pointers. I don't think we ended the night first in three pointers. No, but I don't we think started so. first. Yeah, we started first. Yeah, I don't think we ended there either. Uh, you got anything else before we ride out here, man? No, just just a little more emotional control, um, some more control of the glass, and a little bit uh, more planned out half court offense. And I think we'll be all right. Uh, there you go. Everybody, be sure you're going on tapsportsnet.com for all your Chicago sports literature and podcasting needs. Following us on Twitter at Bulls on Tap at on Tap Sportsnet. Following Goose at Bulls Scripted, me at Buzz on Tap. Five star rating and review anywhere you can listen to podcasts because you can listen to us there. We'll be back Saturday night after the Bulls take on the Jazz and hopefully get a win. Let's go, Bulls. <laughs>